Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host. The website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives. That's where you go to support this work. It's Monday morning. We are looking for some wisdom and some encouragement from the Psalms and from the Proverbs. We're looking at Psalm 77 today and Proverbs chapter 22. Psalm 77 is this picture of being in trouble and crying out to God. And the psalmist says, I cried out to God and he heard me in my day of trouble. And it's this picture of, oh, I keep, I, the psalmist says, I can't believe I'm going through this. Is, does, has God forgotten mercy? Has God forgotten us? Is, and he starts asking these hard questions. And then he reminds himself of all the times that God has come through and been there. And it's a very important thing for us to do as Christians. When times get hard, instead of being you know, strangled by fear, we, res- we should take the posture and resort back to being grateful for all that we have and all that God has done for us and remembering all the times that he has come through. And we we should be confident in that. One of my favorite verses is verse 4 that says, Thou holdest my eyes waking. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. Some translations might say he holds my eyes open. To me, it's like this idea that the psalmist is saying that, that God won't be let, won't let me be ignorant about this. He won't let me be blind about this. He holds my eyes open so I can see. Powerful, powerful stuff. There's actually a song by a group called Loud Harp. And the name of the song is 77, You Heard Me. And it's a song based on Psalm 77 might be worth a Google and checking out and listening to. I'm going to read Psalm 77, and then I'm going to read Matthew Henry's commentary on it because it's very good commentary. And then we'll move on to our wisdom for the day out of Proverbs chapter 22. Let's open up our hearts and listen to the Word of God. Psalm 77 from the King James Bible. Let's begin. I cried unto God with my voice, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. In the day of my trouble I sought the Lord. My sore ran in the night, increased not, my soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Selah. Thou holdest my eyes waking. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old and the years of ancient times. I call to remembrance my song in the night. I commune with my own heart, and my spirit made diligent search. Will the Lord cast off forever? And will he be favorable, favorable no more? Is his mercies clean gone forever? Doth his promises fail forevermore? Hath God forgotten to be gracious? 
hath he in anger shut up his tender mercies. Selah. And I said, this is my infirmity, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of the Lord. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of thy doings. Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? Thou art a God that dost wonders. Thou hast declared thy strength among the people. Thou hast with thy arm redeemed thy people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph. Selah. The waters saw thee, O God. The waters saw thee. They were afraid. The depths also were troubled. The clouds poured out water. The skies sent out a sound. Thine arrows also bent abroad. The voice of thy thunder was in the heaven, and the lightnings lightened the world. The earth trembled and shook. Thy way is in the sea, and thy path in the great waters and thy footsteps are not known. Thou leadest thy people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. And that is Psalm 77. Let me read you Matthew Henry's great commentary here. He says this, Days of trouble must be days of prayer. When God seems to have withdrawn from us, we must seek Him till we find Him. In the day of His trouble, the psalmist did not seek for the diversion of business or amusement. In other words, he didn't look for distractions, right? But he sought God and His favor and grace. Those that are under trouble of mind must pray it away. He poured upon the trouble the methods that should have relieved him did but increase his grief. When he remembered God, it was only the divine justice and wrath. His spirit was overwhelmed and sank under the load. But let not the remembrance of one's comforts we lost make us unthankful for those that are left. Particularly, he called to remembrance the comforts with which he supported himself in former sorrows. Here is the language of sorrowful, deserted soul, walking in darkness, a common case even among those that fear the Lord. Nothing wounds and pierces like the thoughts of God's being angry. God's own people in in a cloudy and dark day may be tempted to make wrong conclusions about their spiritual state and that of God's kingdom and in the world. But we must not give away to such fears. Let faith answer from them from the scripture. Let the troubled fountain will work itself clear again. The recollection of former times of joyful experiences often raises a hope, tending to relief. Doubts and fears proceed from the want and weakness of faith. Despondency and distrust under affliction are too often the infirmities of believers, and as such, are to be brought upon us by us with sorrows and shame. When unbelief is working in us, we must thus suppress its rising. 
good words there. I like that part. Nothing wounds us. It pierces us like the thought of God being angry or God or God's own people in a cloudy and dark day may be tempted to make wrong conclusions about their spiritual state and that of God's kingdom in the world. You see, sometimes we can be tempted to think that God has forgotten me. God's angry with me. Or when we see a dark and cloudy time like we're experiencing right now, we might be tempted to make wrong conclusions about our own spiritual state and about the kingdom of God here in the world. Because we think, how could the kingdom of God be anywhere in this world? Look at it, it's awful. But as Matthew Henry says, we must not give away to such fears. Let faith answer them from the scriptures. Good word this morning. Let's move on, see if we can get some more wisdom here. From the Proverbs... We're looking at Proverbs chapter 22. Let's begin King James Bible. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches, and loving favor rather than silver and gold. The rich and the poor meet together. The Lord is in the maker of them all. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. By humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor and life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the froward. He that doth keep his soul shall be far from them. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. The rich ruleth over the poor, and the borrower is a servant to the lender. He that soweth iniquity shall reap vanity, and the rod of his anger shall fail. He that have a bountiful eye shall be blessed, for he giveth of his bread to the poor. Cast out the scorner, and contention shall go out, yea, strife and reproach shall cease. He that loveth pureness of heart, for the grace of his lips, the king shall be his friend. The eyes of the Lord preserve knowledge, and he overthroweth the words of the transgressor. The slothful man saith, There is a lion without, I shall be slain in the streets. The mouth of a strange woman is a deep pit. He that is abhorred of the Lord shall fall therein. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. He that oppresses the poor to increase his riches, and he that giveth to the rich shall surely come to want. Bow down thine ear, and hear the words of the wise, and apply thy heart unto my knowledge. For it is a pleasant thing if thou keep them from if thou keep them within thee, they shall withal be lifted, be fitted in thy lips. That they trust may be in the Lord, I have made known to thee this day, even to thee. I have not written to thee excellent things in counsel and knowledge. 
that I might make thee know the certainty of the words of truth, that thou mightest answer the words of truth to them that send unto thee. Rob not the poor, because he is poor, neither oppress the afflicted in the gate. For the Lord will plead their cause and spoil the soul of those that spoiled them. Make no friendship with an angry man. With a furious man thou shalt not go, lest thou learn his way and get a snare to thy soul. Be not thou one of them that strike hands or of them that are suretors for debts. If thou hast nothing to pay, why should he take away thy bed from under thee? Remove not the ancient landmarks which thy fathers have set. Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before men. And that is the end of the proverb, chapter 22. And the theme in this proverb is, number one, raise your kids the right way. Number two, we saw many verses about taking care of the poor and how that leads to blessing. Right? That last, remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers have set. It's like you're going to forget. Right? Don't forget that path. It says, train a child up in the way he should go, and when he is old... He will not depart from it. And then there was another one here that goes along with it. But I seem to have lost track. Oh. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child. But the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. You see, we have generations of children now who have never been corrected. Hence, the disrespect. The, the, the scriptures say that in the last days, children will be disobedient to parents. Are we not seeing that today? The mouth of a strange woman is a deep pit, and he that is hoard of the Lord shall fall therein. He that oppresses the poor to increase his riches, and he that giveth to the rich shall surely come to want. There's so many scriptures throughout the Bible that deal with this issue. And again, Jesus deals with it on multiple occasions. The importance of taking care of those who are in need. And the penalty, both in eternity and in this world, for oppressing those people well that's all I have that's all the thoughts I have for you this morning I hope that you've been blessed I hope you were blessed by the psalm reading this morning and I pray that you're beginning your week with a little bit more wisdom and a little bit more encouragement from the scriptures if you believe in the work that's being done here and you want to support it you can go to scriptureandprophecy.com and click on that donate and support tab at the top also, your prayers are much coveted and much needed, especially as the challenge to do this work gets harder and harder. 
as the censorship gets worse and worse and these kind of things, your prayer is very, very, very important. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.